Happy Friday, beautiful people, and hello to you all out there tuning in for your first sip of the weekend. tuned into your happy hour with Friday Feels. We're celebrating all you working professionals out there, doing your crazy craft, embracing the beauty of being human and connecting authentically. Thanks so much for your overwhelming support and engagement on our first episode launch last Friday. We are now live on all platforms, Spotify, Google, Apple, etc. And you can find all the episodes on our site, friday-feels.co. One really important shout out as well to our social media manager, my sister, Saloni Salakram, who has been awesome to have on the team helping us on all things digital content and social media related. I personally am super proud and happy to work with Saloni and see her in her element. And kudos to Nicole for working with two salicrams. <laughs> but honestly, it's been really unexpected but fun experience working with both of you. And I love the dynamic that we have going. Saloni really has been able to hop in and do her thing in terms of social media and LinkedIn and creating content alongside Nicole. So it's been really wonderful to watch. And thanks to you, Saj. Alrighty, so let's jump into it. This week, we're going to get curious on the theme of from distraction to attraction. And last week, we asked you the question, what distracts you now? And what is that telling you about who you are? Thank you to those who shared with us. It seems about 67% of you feel that sometimes getting distracted is really getting you down. And for that 33% out there who are actioning attraction, well, can you tell us what you know? Is distraction a negative thing and how are we activating attraction in our lives? Well, it is time. Let's dive in and talk about the topic for this episode. We're calling it Just See What Sticks. So Saj, how's your week been and uh, where are you recording from? Anything cool that you have in your mix today as well? And you can just tell me a little bit about what this topic means to you. Yeah, of course. So I'm currently in Dallas drinking water. I already had my rised mushroom tea this morning. Um, I feel the need to add the name since a few people were curious as to what mushroom tea even is and if it's legal and it's over the counter. You can get it online. It's adaptogenic and you could definitely look up what that means. This topic is super important and relevant to me. Professionally, I've been focused focusing on either the New York tech startup scene or real estate, sometimes both, sometimes none, for the better part of 13 years. And when we got laid off in February, I was wondering if that's what I should really be doing. It was what I knew how to do, but I had always never really explored outside of that. So fast forward to a few months uh, in, I would share with a few close professional colleagues what I was working on. 
And my good friend Howard Steinberg said to me, yeah, just see what sticks. (laughs) And I thought, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to follow what I don't have to drag myself out of bed to do and see what sticks. So that's kind of what resonated for me on this topic. What about you, Nicole? Well, first, let me just say a big shout out to Howard for being there for both of us uh, through a difficult time and and for giving us that support. Um, It really means a lot. So uh, just see what sticks. Uh, We can we can brand that the Howard 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 slogan. (laughs) Um, I'm working and traveling through France for the next few months. (laughs) So I actually just sipped on a very delicious Café de Creme from a very cute spot around the corner from me. And uh, I really feel like it's like C'est Paris, ma chérie, over here, which is wonderful. Um, Really loving being in Paris and exploring and, and taking in all the Christmas feels here, all the Christmas markets. And as for this week's topic, however, well, to be honest, I didn't really get to grips with this topic for a very long time. And as you know, I was procrastinating even writing something about it. I, I mean, it sounded really catchy, but I wasn't sure what it really meant for me. But recently, it started dawning on me that there is this good cop, bad cop scenario with distraction. Um, if you're busy with something, fueling your fire and you get distracted, that is when you kind of have to start examining what are the things that are keeping you from moving forward. And then if you're in a negative space or in the spiral and you manage to get distracted out of that, well, then it's this beautifully positive thing that can aid the process of realigning with what's good for you. And so one beautiful story that I actually would like to share, my dad was visiting me, as I mentioned before, and he reminded me on how they actually met. And so talk about getting distracted, moving into attraction. My mom, a very shy, beautiful and sophisticated individual, but also very silly, decided one day to trip this young maverick gentleman in front of her. And so as my dad was explaining in his visit, he he was kind of walking down this, this hallway on his own mission. And he was distracted by from his flow by this person who is became his life partner and they still married today for almost 40 years or probably more <laughs> later and i i was like well dad I, I think you guys invented the catchphrase falling for someone <laughs> because he literally fell <laughs> so, so there was this beautiful moment that i shared with him about when you keep moving forward do that but be open to life surprises, be open to be getting distracted and you never know what or who you will find and how your life will change along the way. That's awesome. What, that's such an interesting story. I've never heard that one before. Take a tune out of your dad and mom's book. <laughs> to kind of be open to things as as you're moving throughout the world. So I think, um, you know, there's a lot of influencers and people out there that talk about some of the topics that we're talking about. And I know you're a big fan of Steve Bartlett. And I know you've sent me quite a few of his videos. And I know that he talks very commonly on these type of topics. Do you have any specific 
instances that you've heard from him that really resonated with you? Yes, I do. And I, I know I keep bombarding you with these things on, on WhatsApp as I share the LinkedIn post, but I don't follow a lot of people on LinkedIn. Um, I know I'm one, I'm one of the worst audience members out there for these things, but <laughs> I do follow Stephen Bartlett and <laughs> I absolutely love his stuff. And there is so much resonance with what we're chatting about. And he said in one of his posts, once I found out about why I procrastinate, then I was able to understand myself a whole lot better. And my to-do list was very thankful too. And so distraction can take on this form of procrastination I've seen in my life. And that's something yeah, I've been struggling with for years. So I totally agree that once I could embrace it, I really understood that there was a reason for me feeling misaligned um, and it taught me so much about myself and yes my to-do list also has gratitude for that too I definitely found myself being more productive when I leaned into the flow of what my mind and my body were trying to tell me uh, and it also talks to this topic that I explored through a series I wrote on medium recently and I will share it with you guys and it's this thing of living in time versus living on time. And it really intrigued me for, for a while because when I did my psychology studies, I realized that, you know, living in time is something that's very much of an African way versus living on time is very much about a, a Western way. And nothing's right or wrong about them. But the concept of living in time has really opens you up to being in the flow and opens you up to you know, like my dad did kind of invite these distractions so that you can see how your life can change. And it was a really interesting series to kind of embark on. I learned a lot about it, about myself through writing it. I enjoyed doing that, kind of t taking a topic and then unpacking it and um, taking people along on the journey of my own growth too. And I hope other people will feel inspired and be impacted. So yeah, so it really got me thinking about that. And that's kind of a long tangent to say, yes, I love Stephen's stuff. Check him out. And I will keep sharing his, his posts with you as well. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, so Nicole and I often share content that we, we feel like might resonate with us or even with our audience now. So if you guys see any quotes or hashtags that you feel like would resonate with you, send them to us. You know, we have Monday Motivation. We're happy to repost some of them. And just because, you know, we didn't come up with it doesn't mean it doesn't, you know, resonate. Same for you, right, as the audience. Sometimes you just read things and you might think, wow, I really connect with this or what a different point of view or that's such a refreshing way to look at things. And that's the point, right? And we hope to be that for you in certain instances as well. Sometimes, though, you read quotes by really famous, successful people and you're just annoyed. You're like, well, I'm not there yet. This is not relevant to me. I don't know if anyone else has felt that, but I've definitely felt that sometimes. Or sometimes you feel that's great for people who don't need to pay the bills next week. And so for a while, I felt that way. You know, I would read quotes by like Steve Jobs and Oprah and all these different people who are super successful and... I'd say, well, that's great. They have kind of the freedom to explore and, and do things and they're doing things at a different level. So that's their reality and maybe not mine. And 
Steve Jobs had this quote in his 2005 Stanford commencement address that really stuck with me. And he said, your work is going to fill a large part of your life. And the only way to be truly satisfied is to do what you believe is great work. And the only way to do great work is to love what you do. If you haven't found it yet, keep looking, don't settle. As with all matters of the heart, you'll know when you find it. So I think that was a a really important quote. I think the most important sentence in that quote is, if you haven't found it, keep looking, don't settle. So we kind of touched on this a little bit before. It's really important to try new things and be open to new things if you haven't found things that have worked for you professionally and use what you're distracted by. It could be knitting, painting figurines, the joy of closing a sale, giving gifts, whatever it is that you like to do in your spare time that no one has to kind of force you to do or ask you three times to do that you kind of generally gravitate towards. That's one inkling that you like doing something to inch you closer to doing more of it in your life. And there's this notion when I speak to a lot of the younger generation who are just starting out that there's this dream job that if you just sit and dig deep inside of you, you will figure out what you want to do with your life and live happily ever after. And I really, I don't believe that. There's also some people who are on the spectrum of thinking that you have a job to pay the bills and then you kind of create a life around it. And I think there's a way to sit in the middle where you don't have to be one or the other, right? It doesn't have to be your dream job and it doesn't have to be something you just do to make money and you live your life around it. And working in the New York City startup tech scene, you know, taught me that you can have fun and work. You can get paid well. You can like your coworkers. You can change the world. And you know, I'll be practical. It's one of the worst job markets out there right now and everyone has bills to pay. So I don't think there's anything wrong in working somewhere and finding what resonates with you at that job. But with each subsequent job, you know, you can see what sticks with you, what you like, what you didn't like, and kind of keep refining. So I wouldn't say working at startups is a bed of roses, but maybe we try some things in terms of asking yourself, you know, do I like spending my time with these people? Do I learn from them? Is this exciting for me? What do I like about it? Is it the city? Is it that I feel confident when I walk in the office? Is it that I get the freedom to make decisions? You know, I really like that, you know, coming from a finance background and a very intense business school with that mindset. The startup scene was just freedom for me. It was a whole new life that I just never had seen or worked in before. It really resonated with me to the point where even at that time, I just knew I liked it better. And I knew that for the difference in pay that I was getting, I could probably work harder in sales and make that up. Or I just had a better quality of life and that was worth it to me. And, you know, in the same commencement speech, Steve Jobs said, for the past 33 years, I've looked in the mirror every morning and asked myself, if today were the last day of my life, would I want to do what I'm about to do today? And whenever the answer has been no for too many days in a row, I know I need to change something. Notice he said when it was too many days in a row that he needed to change something. So I think we all have these moments, if we're being honest with ourselves, Mm -hmm. that might come up for us. And it's almost like a check-in, you know, you do with yourself. Sometimes it takes 
quite a while for you to really realize how far you've come or maybe how stagnated you are. And if you have these little check-ins with yourself, maybe weekly or monthly, you'll start to realize if you feel like you're going on the right direction. So I just wanted to share that. I think that was uh, pretty powerful and moving for me. Oh, I love that. Thank you for sharing. And, you know, it's so true. You don't know until you know what that thing is that moves you in the direction of your attraction. And I believe your inner self knows, but it's like your human is playing catch up. And then it's okay to try lots of things and see what sticks. And being human is about exploring how you can interact in this world. And experiential learning, you know, is, I think it's everything. You never know. You may throw some spaghetti at the cupboard to see if it's ready. And um, that's just a little trick I, I use, but I'm not sure how legitimately Italian this is. And, <laughs> but maybe it's been like the five minutes they set on the packet and then it falls on the floor, right? And then your spaghetti noodle has its own thing. Maybe it's its own timing and you, you got to keep throwing it until you find that timing. I can't really even tell you how long of a timing that is for me, but I know my spaghetti sticks to the, to the cupboard when, when I throw it. And it's the right consistency, and then it's that taste that I like for life. The example that's standing out for me right now is a time that I was terribly distracted and feeling kind of out of sorts. I was still in Cape Town. I have this beautiful park close to my home and I, I took Gracie and we walked and we walked and we walked. And after a while, I kind of found the frequency, this rhythm of my distraction had, and it kind of transformed into a rhythm of song in my mind. And this often happens for me. I have to walk to, to move through this weird frequency that I, that I can label my distracted frequency. Let's call it that and that energy the song came into my mind and it literally just dropped out of nowhere into my consciousness and I was singing it and I was writing this music and lyrics in my mind as I was walking and I can't even tell you where it was coming from because it wasn't really something that was at the forefront of my mind at the time the the, the context and content um, but at the end I was kind of speeding up you know, with each step trying to get into the direction of home so I could write it down on paper because I knew it was something really special. And and maybe this this example is at the forefront of my mind now because the lyrics, the message and the essence of this song, you know, was totally random and it was what could have felt like a distraction, um, but it was really a gift. It was me being distracted and being able to open up a channel for attraction. And I produced the song with a gentleman called Gideon Murray uh, of Catalyst Productions in Cape Town. Um, and I've actually been holding on to it since then because I've just been too scared to release it into the world. It's very daunting and vulnerable and you, every creative out there will know that. Putting your voice out there is hard. But actually uh, this week I will be releasing it uh, and it's really exciting. It's called Colkind. And it will be now live out and out in the world. Uh, Colkind means naked child. It's got an underscore in between, which uh, is the way it kind of got gifted to me. And it, it's the space. And this kind of resonates to the topic we're talking about now. But the underscore is really the space for what you want to fill that up with. Whatever it is that sticks for you, whatever it is that resonates for you, whatever it is that you want to be in that space that life gives you. 
you can be this naked something child, you know, forever in your life. It's your inner child and who you are. Yeah, and I just found that it's the most beautiful example I have really right now where when I allowed myself the space and recognized that my body actually needed to just work through that in its own way, I ended up attracting something beautiful from within inside me. That's awesome. And I just like to say that the song is beautiful. I know you sent it to me and I didn't realize that it was in a different language when you sent it. So I started listening to it and then I'm like, I don't understand anything that's being said in this song. Um, and I asked you and you said it was in Afrikaans, but I can appreciate your voice is really beautiful and it's very calming to listen to. So there are some things that transcend language, right? And I just, it just is a very beautiful song. So really, I, I mean that. And you should definitely share it. We're definitely going to share it so that everyone can hear it. Um, and it's very peaceful. It makes me feel peaceful when I, when I hear it. So kudos to you for putting it out into the world. Thanks, Sarge. Yeah, and uh, I'm glad to hear that is the the vibe that you're getting. It's probably yeah. probably the the park and the walking that's kind of manifesting through that. <laughs> yeah. So if it can have that impact for everyone else, then then that's great. And yeah, I'm very excited. So thank you that I could share that too. And I'd love to hear everyone's feedback. And there's lots more to come. So the the musical journey is now kickstarting, which is exciting. Yeah, Nicole does all our musical jingles and. Anything that sounds jingly is coming from her creative side, <laughs> but it is fun. It keeps everything fun, and I like it. it. It makes it more entertaining, I feel like. So thank you for doing that. Yeah, no worries. No worries. I do have a little bit of help from AI recently, let me rather be honest. And I can't believe that's the case because <laughs> I left my keyboard in Cape Town. And so I had to resort to something else. Hopefully I do get my keyboard back soon. Now it's feeling a bit strange. But anyway, so what, what have instances have you had uh, around distraction and attraction? What's come up for you? What are your personal experiences? Yeah, so I have a, um, an interesting experience. I don't know if if all companies do this, but usually when you join a company, they ask for a brief bio and some fun facts about your interests. So for a while after I was investing or holding my, my real estate license, I never used to mention it or mention real estate because it seemed too different from my day job. But at the past two companies that I worked at, I started mentioning my partnerships background and that I invest in real estate on the side. And it was crazy how many people would ask me about the real estate afterwards, how I was doing it, how they also wanted to do it. And I would share, I actually spoke about this at the Wise Woman Expo 2022, how to have a full-time job and get involved in real estate on the side. So not just holding your real estate license or fixing and flipping, but there are so many different outlets. It's a great example of moving from distraction to attraction because when you put things out there in the world, you allow people to find you rather than going to find people. And it's also a form of leading by example. Like, I've already done this, so it's possible for you kind of thing. I never really thought about it that way until people shared their feedback saying, oh, thanks for sharing. I didn't know XYZ. I'll look into that. And I'm a huge, huge fan 
of sharing in that way. I think all, you know, a rising tide lifts all boats. And when people are closeted about their money moves and their career moves, it really doesn't help anyone. You block your own blessings by being that way. And if the reason you do it is because you're scared of jealous or envious people, my advice is to get away from those people. You will attract the right tribe by sharing the things that interest you. And I feel like that is very true for this topic in terms of attracting things into your life that you really want to be there. You know, we talked about the inner work and and kind of how you already your intuition knows. And some people are just blocked by their own, you know, limiting beliefs. They're, I myself have limiting beliefs around a lot of things. And it's only when you kind of catch yourself that you realize well, if I never mentioned this, you know, this person would have never come up to me. And maybe now that we have that bond over something that has nothing to do with our job, they feel more inclined to ask me for things in the office or they feel like they know me a little better. And so, you know, I definitely encourage people to do that as well. If you have outlets, you know, every day you wake up in the morning, you go to work, you come back, you might go to social events, you might go to this one's birthday party or baby shower. And you never know, you know, when you say something that people are just waiting to say, well, you know what, I'm really interested in real estate when they're online in the night, I see people doing this oh, it just seems like they have a lot of money and they figured out how to do it. And sometimes it's really not the case. There are so many other ways that you can get involved in the things that interest you. And it's only when you go and talk to people about it that you really find out if it's feasible for you, if it's a long-term goal you should have, or maybe it's closer to something that you can achieve in the short term. So I really try very hard to allow people to feel comfortable enough with me to talk about these things and share things that are very helpful, the feasibility or how easy it is or how not easy it is or what I would advise because sometimes it makes a difference. And I do have people that come up to me, you know, a year later or at a different event and they're like, oh, you know, I really looked into that and it helped me. I made this decision because of it. So you never know who you're kind of planting seeds for as well. That's so true. And, you know, I loved how you said, don't be the person that blocks your own blessings. I think that's a great phrase. Uh, We should add that in somewhere (laughs) on a social (laughs) media post. But it is because when when you block your own blessings by not being open to others, by not being open to the idea of attracting things into your life and how what you can resonate with, whether that be people, opportunities, and or things, then you're not going to feel that attraction. You're not going to action your attraction. You know, you're going to be getting down by the things that you distracting yourself with. And I think it's such a human thing to, for us to allow our minds to take us into distraction and to difficult, like downward spirals of, of distraction that like, like we were saying earlier, is not the kind of distraction that takes you, away from the bad things but puts you in a space where you feel like you can't be open to the world and you can't be resonating in a way that attracts um so i love that like let's not block our own blessings (laughs) let's um you know not be scared to to open up to people and you know to talk to them and be there and i 
think it's wonderful that you did that so thank you for sharing that we're living proof that you kind of bounce ideas off of people and you absorb their energies in certain ways and you know i have this thing where for a while i when i was in a really rough position and i didn't know how to handle a situation and i wanted to kind of like lash out and scream or curse or it could be with a coworker or just like uh, a friend or somebody that I knew, I would always say, what would my mom do? <laughs> because she is very diplomatic. Her side of the family is very diplomatic. And they have a good hold on their emotions for most of the time and are able to handle very difficult people and situations calmly, collectively moving the message forward. And so I think you have that kind of calming presence as well. And I think sometimes, you know, even this week has been super hectic for us trying to record and finding the time and just kind of giving each other grace and saying, okay, well, honestly, we don't need to do it right now. We can move it and moving the rest of our lives around it. It doesn't mean that crazy things aren't happening. It's really about how you handle it. And a lot of people say that, and it's very hard to do in the moment. But over time, you get a little bit better at seeing, well, every time I come on the call with Nicole, regardless of what else happened earlier on in the day that she shared, or maybe she didn't even share, at least we're able to have this time to kind of release that and focus on something else so we can push out this content for everybody else. And it's really a testament to, you know, your personality and people who have that personality. It really helps people who don't have that come natural to them to force themselves to say, okay, there's a different way I could handle it. Because if I came on every time and you were like, well, you didn't do this and you didn't do that. And why don't you do this? Then every time I would come on, I would think, okay, well, let's just focus on all the things we didn't do yet then. So thank you for for sharing that kind of energy out there with me and and with our viewers as well. Thank you for those kind words. That makes me make me all uh, warm inside, and I'm glad I can be that space for our viewers out there who are listening. For anyone that's interested in astrology, Mercury retrograde is definitely full upon us. I locked myself out of the apartment yesterday before we were supposed to record. <laughs> Sash forgot her laptop today, and it's just been one thing after another. So we are so grateful we can have this space right now that we are chatting to you and being able to record episode two, bringing it to you every week and uh, feeling the feels, all of them. <laughs> And one thing that's, you know, what you said, Sarge, is I think I've really found every week there's something that I can kind of latch onto from a gratitude perspective. You know, there's something that is, let's call it a gem of the week that's giving me that feel, that giving me that empowerment, uh, enabling me to be a good working professional, to be able to hold the space and be able to handle things. And uh, from where I am this week in Paris, and it really was a kind of distraction to attraction situation of Paris accommodation, home exchange got cancelled last minute because of a leak in this poor lady's 
apartment and so home exchange kudos to them amazing policy and things that they have in place so check that out and they jumped in and they really helped us with a new space it was a little bit outside of paris it's where i am now but incredibly beautiful little town and so grateful to be able to be here and it's this typical parisian <laughs> experience that i didn't know we would even have uh, where you come into the iron decorated gates and there's this christmas music playing <laughs> in the front of the apartment block and it's just bustling and beautiful and so that's just been a beautiful local experience that i can get to celebrate this week that has been keeping me grounded keeping me in gratitude and yeah just opening me up to unexpected circumstances that can turn into magical moments so and discovering cool spaces. There's a little co-working space around the corner from me. And I've been peeking at it like every day I walk past there with Gracie. And then yesterday I actually realized that it's like, it's, you know, it says um, co-working déjeune, which is co-working space for kids, which is just amazing. Look at what they're doing here already in this tiny little place called Anguien Les Bains, which is just an hour out of Paris, and they're creating co-working spaces for kids already. So the, the future of, of the globe is already added in, in little, little Paris, yeah. That's awesome that you got to experience that for the holidays. It sounds like you're in a Christmas movie or like a Hallmark movie every time you come out of your, <laughs> out of your home exchange. For me this week, the gem of the week, I would say, is it was my birthday on Monday. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I was able to host a small get-together really, really last minute. We threw something together with friends and family, and it was so much fun. It was low stress and genuinely good vibes which is really all I could have asked for. We've been in Florida for a while, so it was really nice to see everyone in New York that I haven't seen, and it, it really filled my cup. You know, holiday time can be a bit hectic, so I'm glad everyone could just relax for a few hours, and after we took, you know, a few pictures, I finally felt like I could relax as well. You know, some of my friends I've known since I was, like, 13, and it's nice to go through these different phases of life you know, even though we're not here for a few months and we come back, just to see everyone happy and having a good time. And, you know, that's really a blessing. Not everyone gets to to do that, right? And to kind of wrap it up, you know, do we have any advice um, someone had asked on how to get distracted in the right way? So do you have any advice, Nicole, on how do you find that attraction? I know we dropped some gems throughout the episode, but maybe we can kind of sum it up in a few points for, for our listeners. Uh, sure. And I think that's a great question. Whoever asked that, thank you for that. Keep them coming. Uh, how do you find the right attraction and get distracted in the right way? Well, I think if you don't know what you love, uh, get out there, do things with different people. Try things that you wouldn't have normally tried. Speak up at work or at home and see if there are others that share your interest. And uh, if you do something that you like, but you don't know how to get paid for it and, or uh, how to do more of it with your already limited time, then experiment with it. I think try finding other like-minded people, look past friends or family, maybe to meetup groups, 
telling strangers about your idea, ask for feedback. I'm such a big proponent of that. Bounce off things with other people, ask other people in the industry, ask them the hard questions. How long did it take you to do this full time? What does a typical day look like? Yeah, and embrace it and do what your insides are telling you they want to do. You can also find there are some tech and tools that help us, you know, minimize and organize our lives because distraction often is in the forms of emails or app notifications. How can you then select the right apps and tools and tech for for people to be empowered and, and tap into the attraction? So are you familiar with any apps or tools that you use, Saj, that you find are helpful? Yeah, I use the the Meetup app a lot when I go to new cities. And sometimes if I feel like there are fun things to do, that's the easiest way in order to kind of see what's going on and meet other people. So I'll use the Meetup app or Eventbrite. Also, sometimes I'll check out co-working spaces and see what they have going on, if they have any events around either real estate or tech or VC or women's groups. Those are really fun for me. I actually went to one um, in Dallas here with my partner in our partnership consultancy, Ruki, uh, invited me through someone who was part of the NALBO in Dallas. And it was awesome. The women were so supportive and talking about their businesses. And it makes me so happy to see people thrive in their businesses because it just makes you feel like it's possible and that there are other people out there doing it. And so I really enjoy kind of looking to see where the communities are, where it is that I'm going. And then secondly, I also use apps like Fever and Gold Star to see what events are going on, like Broadway musicals and shows that are discounted. Like there's a Harry Potter exhibit going on here in Dallas. It's like five minutes from my hotel. So I would say if you're if you're going around different places and if you're by yourself, especially, that's where you kind of get the freedom to do the things that you really want to do because you only have to justify it to yourself. That's a really good way of seeing, you know, what there is to do in the town that you're in. So I like, I like using those apps as I go traveling. What about you? I actually really enjoy the Eventbrite app as well. I've and Meetup is fun. I've Meetup. I've actually found some really cool gems on there. And one other one that I use, which is a quite an unusual app uh, for Meetup, but. Maybe people have heard of this out there, but I found this on my travels. It's called Workaway. And Workaway is really an exchange of language, skill, talent, time, where people host their homes and then workawayers can come and stay there and they either live for free or and help out. And, you know, for example, if you want to improve your English and the other person can improve, improve their French or Spanish or wherever it is in the world or you help with babysitting or maybe they're running a restaurant and you get involved and nomads are welcome you know in some places so you have lots of different filters and in this way you can meet new people and you experience new different things and you can kind of be distracted and attracted at the same time which has been really great for me and what they also have is 
a way for workaways to find each other on there. So it's almost like a messaging system and you can then meet up with people that are workaways within the area that you are. And then you don't have to go to things alone necessarily and you can really connect with like-minded individuals. And yeah, that's been a great one. And then from a technical perspective of trying to organize my life along different paths, I do find the Google Calendar app very helpful because I have all these different Chromes that I use for different ventures and being able to merge all these calendars into one, being able to share that with people out there and as a coach also being able to only have one calendar that is with my available times that I can integrate into my website. The Google Calendar app has been fantastic uh, from that perspective. Friday feels You know, at the bottom of it all, I think that being distracted is a way in which our bodies hold the mirror for us so we can peek into what's cooking in our minds. And we'd love to hear from you this month. You know, tag us and use the hashtag, hashtag Friday Feels, and share what you're excited to attract in your life this week. You can feel free to leave comments and share your feedback on our company page, again, at Friday Feels on LinkedIn and on Instagram at These Friday Feels. And to work with us or potentially have us broadcast Friday Feels from your space, check out our website at friday-feels.co or you can reach out to us via email at hello at fridayfeels.co. So, Nicole, do you want to share with our viewers what next week's topic is? I'm super excited about next week's topic. (laughs) Of course. So, a little teaser to next week's topic. Well, we're feeling the festive spirit of the season. And we're not going to let these feelings pass us by. So we've decided that next week we'll be taking a little break to celebrate the holiday joy. We invite you to tune in and take a trip with us through the fairy lights Let's also figure out how not to get too distracted during this time of the year when things can get super stressful financially and emotionally. And let's keep the jingle bells ringing in our hearts um, as we get ready for a fantastic new year that's lying ahead of us. And so we're doing a little holiday edition and it's called Attracting Joy and Peace During the Festive Season. So check it out. Stay tuned for that. And until next time, that is our mix. So we've had fun mingling with you and we wish you safe travels into your bed, into the night and into this awesome weekend. See you next week. Keep it real.